and welcome to What's the Takeaway podcast. We are so pleased that you're joining us, Julie, Danielle and myself Jacqueline, as we chat about faith, life and everything in between. Our prayer is that God shows you what's the takeaway he has for you on your journey with him through each episode. Hello and welcome to What's the Takeaway podcast. I'm with Julie. Hello, Julie. Hi. Hi. I'm with Jacqueline. Hello, Hello. Jacqueline. And we are episode 23. 23. 23. And today we are going to talk about identity and how we can find it in the scriptures. Is that good enough for an idea of what we're doing? Because Jacqueline gave big eyes like, hey, that's not enough. But before we get there, Julie is going to open us with a scripture. Yes, this is from Ephesians chapter 3, and it's verse 14 to 21. And it says, For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height, to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. 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 So yeah, today we're going to start um, part one of a two-part series on identity. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this day and age, most of us have heard of identity theft, haven't we? Mm-hmm. I did a wee Google search and 5.7 million people apparently in the last 12 months in the UK have been subject to it. That's one for every one out of ten people who have a smartphone. That's, right. Actually, That's yeah, terrifying. Yeah, that is quite terrifying, isn't it? And when it happens, there's usually huge consequences, yeah. isn't there, mm-hmm. for the person that's fallen victim to the crime, normally financially, and they feel violated. And a lot of times it can take a long time to kind of resolve. Mm-hmm. But what's this got to do with a Christian podcast, I hear you asking? Well, Satan, I think, was the original identity theft culprit. I think, you know, it's he's not taking our financial details. He's not doing anything like that. But what he's doing is really dangerous. He is looking to destroy our identity in Christ, who we are in Christ. Over the next couple of podcasts, we're going to look towards our identity. And it's such an important thing for us to know and hold tight to so that when Satan comes prowling around us, we can stand firm in who we are. So, ladies... If I ask you what your identity is, okay, what would you say right now in this moment? Dun, dun, dun. Julie, you answer first. Oh, um, <laughs> give me a minute. I have a story. No, just kidding. Child of God. Okay. Oh, fancy. Okay. Very, very spiritual. Um, my identity is my role and my title. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'll be talking about that later. Um, my identity is whoever Christ says I am and what mm. Christ says I am. There's a, there's a song that we sing about something like that. Like, I can't remember what I it am is. who you say I am. I am who you say I am or something mm-hmm. like that. That is who I am. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he's a way more spiritual than me. <laughs> okay. So this, um, when the question was proposed to me, 
I knew that the correct answer was, well, I'm a child of God. Mm -hmm. I am, you know, daughter of the king. Mm -hmm. But in the setting that I was in, I couldn't help but be really, really honest Mm. and say that I think that it was worded as, you know, if somebody had to describe who you are, what would you say? Mm. What would they say your identity was? Pain in the back end. And the ve- <laughs> Thanks, Danny. No, me. They, if someone were to describe who yeah. you, no, me. So actually, the very first thought that came to my head was if I think about my identity is that, that I'm a mum mm-hmm. and that I'm a wife. That that was, to me, was my first thing. And That's your role. Yeah, it is. It's, you know, the role, but a role that I'm very, very proud of. Mm-hmm. And obviously the correct answer was for me to say, because we were studying um, Philippians, I think it was, I can't remember. Um, and the, the correct answer was to be a child of God. So it did make me think, well, mm-hmm. wait a minute, why was that where I went to first? Mm-hmm. Um, because that is a huge role in my life. Yeah. You know, and it, it definitely, um, it did, it made me think. Mm-hmm. And it is a really important role, but it's not my root identity. Mm-hmm. And it's actually... It shouldn't be my most important identity. Um, it should be child mm-hmm. of God, shouldn't it? Yeah, because we're not the ones who decide we are who no. we are. No. He decides who yeah. we are. Mm-hmm. So we've got lots of different titles, and Danny, you're going to um, focus a wee bit more on this, aren't we, as we go mm-hmm. on? Um, but we can be proud to own a lot of the titles mm-hmm. that we have. Yeah. Um, but then there's other ones that we maybe keep them locked up we keep them away from people you know mm. so like I might say to you well, I'm really proud to be a mum I'm really proud to be you know a wife I'm really proud to be a a daughter a sister a friend a mm. this a that the next thing okay um but what about the secret identities that actually we don't want others mm. to know about or that we they may hold shame or discouragement for us mm. and I think it's you know let's having a wee look at some of the negative identities because these are the ones that I believe a lot of the time Satan really focuses on. Uh-huh. So the one when we chatted about this, the one that I was given was you're not your past hurts. Mm. And it's definitely one that I let define me for a far far too long a time. Mm. Mm. And Satan had such a hold on me over it because it really stopped me moving forward and it stopped me from trusting and it mm. stopped me from letting God use me. Because Satan just knew. He just knew mm. the button to press. Yeah. Because he's not he's not very bright. That but, wasn't my know. phone, by the way. Because <laughs> y'all were on my case, now so I'm going to be on your case. So, um, <coughs> I would make attempts to break down walls mm. and put trust in people. And then I would get this real horrible feeling of dread. Mm. This real pit of the stomach and the whisper in your head of, you don't really want to trust them. So mm. real. They'll hurt you. Mm. Remember what happened last time? Mm-hmm. You know, don't be silly. You don't need this in your life. All these be different things. How real is that? Yeah. Mm. You're not good enough. You are not a good enough Christian. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm sure there's many more that we could fill in there. Mm-hmm. And I think if we're all really honest, we all have moments of this. Yeah, I think yeah. even the most confident person yeah. will have these Absolutely. moments. Okay. Um, if not, if you could come and join us in the podcast and let us know. <laughs> if you could tell us how to be like you, that <laughs> would be great. great. Um, but yeah, I'm not alone in these thoughts. Definitely not. So no matter what the situation was or is, we, it's happened, we shouldn't let that define us. We shouldn't let that stop us from living the life that Christ wants us to live. 
Now, I know for some, the past hurts are very different. They are real trauma. And I'm not just going, well, just forget the past hurts. It's fine, mm -hmm. move on. I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. There might be, if there's real trauma, then you, you know, really <coughs> need to seek God in that. And yeah. you really, you know, counsel and whatever Healing. it is. Mm -hmm. Healing. Yep, absolutely. And God can do that. And that's Amen. the amazing thing about our God is he can take whether... It's just a heart because somebody has said that they don't like your outfits. Yeah. Or whether it's a heart because somebody has really, you know, done something awful to you. Mm. There, God can heal these situations. So remember, no matter what the heart is, though, that it is not your identity. Mm. And I'm going to keep saying that again and again yeah, and again. It is good. not your identity. You are not these past hearts. Amen. It's part of your story. Yeah. And it's part of your testimony. But it doesn't define you. Amen. But God can use it to make you stronger. Mm -hmm. And he can use it to help you support other people yep. who may feel the same. Yeah. Philippians 3.13 says, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But for one thing I do, forget what is behind and straining towards what is ahead I press towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me and Jesus Christ. I love it. Okay, and mm -hmm. I think that that's what we have to remember. And when we can put our past hurts aside and we stop focusing on... The pain. The pain or us within that situation, what I found is once I started to let go and let God take down the walls was I could actually see that it wasn't just me, the person that was wronged, but I could see lots of kind of different... Other perspectives. Uh, different perspectives, and I could actually see where other people, who might have been the people that hurt me, but I could see where they were hurt. Now, mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's okay to hurt people just because oh, you've no. been hurt, but we say quite a lot, don't we? Hurt yeah. people do hurt people. Amen to that. And we are human and we react. But when I was living within this, you know, definitely making it my identity of being hurt, so not allowing it, not allowing me to move forward in Christ, then Satan had a field day. Yeah. And all the years... It held you back. Yeah, all the years of not kind of moving forward, not progressing because you're afraid of what's to come yeah. or what may happen. Yeah. But actually, you know, when you let go and let go and let God, yeah. then you can see that God can... I love you know, that. I love so around. much what you're saying right now. I love all of it. Thank you. Because honestly, when those hurts happen, we we sometimes don't have any resolve. Mm -hmm. So it kind of mm -hmm. just lays in this dormant space yeah. of unresolved pain. Mm -hmm. And then you don't have anybody to talk to about it, so then you over-talk about it. Yeah. You have nobody to share it with, so you mm -hmm. overshare it. And then the next thing you know, you're just constantly consumed with it. And I love that because we can take that to God. We can let God mm -hmm. heal it. There will be unresolved. Sometimes unresolved takes a while to heal from as well. Mm -hmm. But I think like when it can end up good sometimes as well. Like yeah. sometimes you can say, okay, I have this unresolved situation here. That doesn't mean all my bad, all my negative um, mm -hmm. experiences are going to be unresolved mm -hmm. because you can grow from that and then you get to the next situation that's difficult and then you've grown from it. You've gotten yeah. some skills from it, some uh -huh. healing, and then you can go into that horrible situation with some positive mm -hmm. stuff. And then God says, okay, I'm going to resolve this in a really beautiful way. Yeah. You mm -hmm. need to realize that not everybody is like that, that mm -hmm. you can trust some people. You've gained some knowledge. I mean, of course, you protect yourself, but yeah. also at the same time, you can come into it with a with a hope for a resolve mm -hmm. and maybe get to a different place. Yeah. And I think as well, Danny, as you were saying, you know, the people that we talk to, we tend to find it in these situations, we might talk to somebody who's also been through that situation, yeah. but they're your side of the, yeah. you know, the story. 
And Paul talks so about that. The conversation that you have will become very repetitive. Totally. Whereas actually what you really genuinely need is somebody that's going to sit down with you and go, Okay, let let's look. Let's look at the bigger picture. Yeah. Um and you know, let's let's try yeah. and move forward from here. Paul talks about that. He says sometimes you guys gather yourselves in parties and partisans. Mm-hmm. In other words, you get into a little group and you do this in your little mm-hmm. group and, and you do get stuck. Uh-huh. You mm-hmm. all get stuck and the next thing you know, you're not growing. Yeah. You have to separate uh-huh. yourself from that a little bit. That's it. And I, I think that's it's a really dangerous place to be in. Yes. Um, so yeah, but that is... I love we that. We will not let our past hearts, our past troubles define us mm-hmm. and we need to when Satan starts that we whisper wished yeah. <laughs> as my granny wished. would say wished. hold your wished hold your wished mm-hmm. do you and know is. in the mental health field we say that as well like sometimes you get someone who's actually made their identity their mental health problem mm-hmm. and you have to, t- to remind people like you aren't your mental health mm-hmm. problem that's just something that you're mm-hmm. dealing with but mm-hmm. you're not that it's yeah. about yeah. finding out who you are yes. mm-hmm. which is I am a child of God you Absolutely. know etc definitely <clears throat> yeah so, Julie, yes. we're going to come to you now. All right. Um, well, I guess what I'm thinking about kind of leads on a little bit from what you were saying. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, we've, been in the, we've been in the studio now. We're starting to get dry throats. <laughs> um, I was thinking about, um, you know, the, the lies that we can believe about ourselves and the things yep. that we can hide behind or allow to mm-hmm. hold us back. Um, things like... God doesn't love me, I'm irredeemable, I don't matter to God. This kind of thinking stops us from seeking God because what's the point? Mm-hmm. Um, God can't use me uh, because I'm not good enough, accomplished enough, I don't know my Bible well enough, I don't have eloquent prayer language. These things stop us from stepping up in ministry or service mm-hmm. because we don't feel like we deserve a place there. Um, thoughts like no one likes me no one wants to work with me I have nothing in common with these people I don't fit in here that can really isolate us and stop us from pursuing relationships and fellowship mm-hmm. um, and um, you know things like oh I don't have any talent I don't have a gift I have no no purpose um, if we believe these things about ourselves it stops us from finding our place in the body of Christ um, and I mean, these think that's not an exhaustive list. There are no, lots of other not. things, <laughs> so many other things. We can um, go on forever. Yeah, that can get in our way. But I would just say to all of that, God made you. You're important to Him. He wants to have a relationship with you. Um, He has a purpose and a place for you in the body of Christ. And when we have thoughts like like these negative ones, we need to measure them against the truth of God's word. Um, because God doesn't talk about us like like this. He says we're loved. We're made in his image. We're mm-hmm. creative. We're made for community. Um, and he wants good things for so us. So are you saying that there isn't a scripture in the Bible, Julie, that tells us we're complete waste of spaces when we're in Christ? No. 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 Such okay. That, that, thing. That's good no to know. Such thing. But that's what Satan would like us to believe. believe. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's like Julie's face looked at me. A bit. She was like, "Wait, is there is there <laughs> a Bible verse like, that says that?" Because I haven't memorized like, it yet. The way you worded it, I was like, "Wait." Um, so no, I think, it, this I proves think... my theory that Scottish people don't understand Scottish people. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the thing, though. Like Satan would have us believe that we need to do something to earn yeah. God's mm-hmm. um, approval. And so he does tell us all these negative things mm-hmm. about yeah. ourselves to stop us in our tracks, mm-hmm. to make us feel like there's no point, mm-hmm. to make us feel like we're not good enough to be mm-hmm. useful in service. Um, 
Yeah. Or like, is, yeah. no one's going to like us or we're mm-hmm. not, we don't have anything in common with the people that we're, that are in our church and mm-hmm. therefore there's no point in trying to fellowship or mm-hmm. make friendships or, you know, take part in things. But yeah, that's the church God has you at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it made me think, as you were saying that, Julie, we we're thinking about the body of Christ. And can you imagine that of the body of Christ, so think of your, I'll think of our church, could look, you think of your church up in shots. If the body of Christ truly trusted their identity in Christ and knew that God had us all together for a reason, just imagine how, Jeez, yeah, what we could achieve. I know. Mm-hmm. Because you wouldn't be thinking, well, I can't do that because that person's better than that. Or, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes like with the women's ministry, you'll ask people to go do something, they'll go, oh, no, no, can't you have somebody else to do that if you not get somebody better? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and, Paul thinking, talks about that yeah. a lot in Ephesians as well. Mm-hmm. He does. So you know, it's it's what Satan holds us back from mm-hmm. by spouting all this. Yeah, you're absolutely rubbish right. Rubbish to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry, Jill. Yeah. I was done. I'm <laughs> done. done. That was yeah. me. My that was thoughts yeah. finished. <laughs> Deep thoughts by Julie White. Um, that kind of rolls into mine, so it's kind of a natural roll. Your yeah. guys' rolls really natural. Now we're gonna roll over here. Um, just about how you're saying, like, I'm not this, I'm not that, and I think that we do get caught up in, t- in titles and in roles. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not the pastor's wife. I'm not the worship leader. I'm not this. I'm not that. And we get tied up into these like ideas of like, I'm not useful unless I have these roles or these mm-hmm. titles. Yeah. So one of my pet hates, which is a pet peeve in American, pet peeve in yeah, American. Yeah, we say pet, pet peeve. You say, say pet hate as well. Yeah, we say both. Yeah, we can say both. Yeah, we can say what. I'm I'm bilingual. Pet hate. Pet peeve. Yeah, so one of them amongst the many, one of them is not going to church. That's one of them. But we'll talk about that another time. Um, my other one is people who get on a high horse about a title or a role. Like I have a really big issue with it. Um, I just I feel like it's such a destructive thing to get mm-hmm. caught up it's a thing of pride as well you know it's like a thing of like well this is my role and this is my title and I can hide behind it and I can do these certain things because that because I'm the pastor or I'm the pastor's wife or I'm the worship leader so so we sort of have maybe behaviors that we shouldn't have and then we hide behind those little roles and we say well I can do this because I'm the pastor's wife or I can behave this way because I'm the pastor's wife and and maybe I come from an experience well I have to say my pastor's wife in the states was perfect just kidding <laughs> she was pretty awesome though, I'm not gonna lie but um, I have had also experiences on both ends where it's like I've seen people who take a role on or a title and then you think to yourself, what is happening right now? Like, this is dangerous. What are you going to say? Uh, I'm just going to say that, yeah, I can absolutely. And I, I think that's probably what makes me a bit fearful of yeah. the title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I have been told before and kind of planning events and stuff mm-hmm. um not not by our previous pastor's wife definitely not but from maybe the group yeah. you know that I've been kind of you, you don't have a title so you can't help my plan place. <laughs> mm. no 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 if you could plan and do everything that would be great but because right. you don't have a title you can't you do this can't do this, this. but you know that's so you want me to do everything yeah. else and you know the politics yeah the politics of it yeah. um and uh, you know mm-hmm. so I think that probably is what yeah. makes me a bit yeah. Fearful of, of it. Of course, yeah. Or I don't, people go, yeah, because you're the pattern. I'm like, yeah. it doesn't actually. 
Mm. I don't know if my husband does it to humble me, but he loves to remind me that pastor's wife is not a title anywhere found in the Bible. (laughs) He's like, that's not even a rule or a title. Like, what is your scriptural backing for that? And I always go, hey, I was doing this before I met you. So I didn't, I don't need a title, man. No, no, that's So so I I don't need a title. That, you know, people do get, you know, hung oh, up in titles and wanting titles. And, and I you think know, that's the modern church, though. Like, yeah. I feel like the modern church is like, here's your role. Oh, them over there on the stage, yeah. they're the pastor and the pastor's yeah. wife or they're the whatever. And I think that that is something that in our modern mind, we just, I maybe people have always done it. We put something up as an idol. Mm-hmm. Like we don't mean to do mm-hmm. it, but obviously the person that's being heard, listened to and seen mm-hmm. has a certain type of, yeah. I would like to say, not say power, mm-hmm. but attention. Yeah. And I think that sometimes people really want that role as mm-hmm. well. They, oh, I want the attention. Listen, I'm telling you straight up, you do not want to be the teacher <laughs> of the Bible because it's not what it's all no, cut out to be. No. If you're a real true, genuine teacher of the Bible, it's not what it looks like from a stage. No, it's, no. it's totally another whole mm-hmm. genre. So, yeah, I think titles and roles yeah. are just, um, they're, they're things that we can hide behind mm-hmm. that you could get lost in as well. Mm-hmm. You know, that you can get lost and you go, well, I'm the pastor. I'm the pastor's wife, so I can do dot, dot, mm-hmm. dot. And the reality is, no. So, if anything, you should be washing feet, really humble and serving. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what a true servant of the Lord is. So, um We're not our titles. We're not our positions. We're not our roles. Like you were even saying, you know, I'm a mom. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that is one of your many roles that you play, but you're still above all a child of God. And I think that's really hard. I remember back in the 80s or 90s, there was some little like Oprah Winfrey show that I was watching because everybody loves Oprah. And she was talking about how she did a really rubbishy thing, New Age Miracle. It's called the, um, it's called the, oh, I can't remember what it's called now. But it's a new age movement-y thing. And it's A a Course in Miracles. That's what it's called. Don't do that. Okay? (laughs) Do not do it. Anyways, one of the things was... who are you? And she mm-hmm. kept saying, you know, I'm a child of God. I'm this. And she, cause she was raised in that kind of realm of Southern mm-hmm. Christian faith. And the counselor kept saying to her, that's not who you are. Like, who are you? And kept forcing her to be, take on a, a, a more non-Christian mm-hmm. role because how dare you say you're a child of God? That just means you're a Christian. So that's a label and that's a title. Mm-hmm. But the reality was she is a child of God. We are, if we're born again, we are children of God. Mm-hmm. And to try to have someone take that away from us, Satan will just come after that. Like, no, that's just too close-minded. You have to be more than a child of Mm -hmm. God. You're a child of God and a rock star. You know, like, (laughs) you're a child of God and of this and of that, you know. And and we're not all these titles and roles. These are just things. So in Ephesians, Paul, it's in Ephesians chapter 411. Um, I'll read it to you right here. Paul says, then we will no longer be infants tossed back. Oh, wait, no, no, sorry, I'm going to go further, 411. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers. This is why he gave them, okay? He's going to tell you why in verse 12. To equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we reach, this is verse 13, until we reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. So we have been given gifts, titles, roles, whatever they might be in the body of Christ, like prophet, pastor, evangelist, teacher, for one purpose, not to hide behind this title, not to hide Mm. behind this role, not to make this my identity. You know, I walk in the church and this is my identity and therefore, oh, I'm going to just give you a little story. I went somewhere recently 
and there is a person that I know has a role in the church. And this person was like, literally every time I see this person, they're flanked with people around them. <laughs> like it's an unpregnable flanking of this person. And I always think to myself, like, God, don't don't let me ever be like that, where I'm in this crowd and I have to have this crowd of people around me and I have to be protected from the the normal people, you know, <laughs> like, like just don't let that happen to me. But the but that's not who we are. We're servants. Mm-hmm. And, and these gifts that are given to us are to equip each other. You know, your gifts are to equip me. My gifts are to equip you. And that takes humility, by mm-hmm. the way, doesn't it? And they're for service to build each other up, to help us grow in unity, which you were talking about earlier. Faith and knowledge in the Son of God so that we can become mature, so that we can attain what God wants us to attain. And, you know, Paul, if anybody, if anybody could sit there and say, you know, this is who I am, it was Paul. Mm-hmm. And remember at one point in one of the passages, and I think it was one of the letters to one of the churches, he says, you know, I don't assert myself. I don't come in and say, this is who I am. And because this is who I am, you have to do dot, mm-hmm. dot, dot. I don't want to assert myself that way. I don't want to have to use this authority to make you all fall in line. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a temptation is we can use a title or a role to get what we want. And I think that we have to be really careful not to hide behind these mm-hmm. things to remember we are equally at the foot of the cross. Mm-hmm. It's level. Absolutely. And you're just as much a child of God as mm-hmm. I am. And your gift mm-hmm. is useful for one thing and mine for another. And it's not about competition. How many mm-hmm. people you got in your church? How many people are following you? How many, how many people follow your podcast? You know, those are all just really worldly, fleshly things. Yeah. It is about just doing a service to God. And in a real simple way, you know, Paul didn't abuse his authority. He didn't he didn't assert it and abuse it to get a result. Mm-hmm. He did it to be a servant. And listen, no one was going to go through what Paul did. I mean, Paul was like pressed hard in, he says. He's like, I was pressed. I was mm-hmm. pushed. I was brought down to nothing. You know, that is where we're at. That's what we should be going for. Not for I have 5,000 followers on whatever. But one of the things that my husband used to always say to me, he's like, you don't see wives of teachers walking around and going, <laughs> I'm a teacher's wife or a policeman's wife going, I'm a policeman's wife or I'm a, you know, whatever. I'm a musician's wife. Like they're just who they are in God. And like, I think as women, we can sometimes. Unless it's a football player. Yeah. I'm a football player. (laughs) Football player's wife. I'm a footballer's wife. What is that? A wag? Yeah. Yeah. Wife's at games. Yeah. Wife's at games. Yeah. But but see how we do that? I mean, that's such a good example of how we do that. And like. Like, we live in 2023, you know, like, let's not play these yeah. games anymore. But also at the same time, I know what my role is. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the beautiful things I do always say to, to Scott, which is funny when we have these little conversations about what our roles are, I do always say to him, like, I was already doing this work before I met you. And so I have such a deep confidence in what my calling mm-hmm. is because I didn't have my calling based on who I married mm-hmm. or based on what you were given. Mm-hmm. My calling is 150 million percent based on my relationship with Christ advanced to meeting you. Mm-hmm. And I think that we need to be really solid and assured who we are in Christ, mm-hmm. you know, um, rather than the title mm-hmm. we're given or the role we're given. So let's just example, I'm a teacher of the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't hide behind that and use the scriptures for my own protection. Mm-hmm. You know, well, because the Bible says this, I get to do this. Mm-hmm. No, I'm a humble servant of God. And yeah, I'm going to mess up. You know, hopefully I never hurt anybody or cause anybody to stumble. That's like my biggest worry. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's just a title. It's just yeah. a role. I take it serious. 
God knows I take it serious because my husband says I study way too much. He's like, you study way too much for a 30-minute Bible study woman. It's like six hours later. Why are you still studying? The Bible study is only 30 minutes. I know, but I need all the information I can get. But take it serious, <laughs> yeah. the, the responsibility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the actual whatever that comes around it, I don't want any part yeah. of that. Yeah. I don't want any part of that. No. I think the kind of... When we look to roles and stuff, it's so much bigger in America oh, than so what big. it is here. Mm. Um, yeah. Probably a lot to do with the size of the churches and stuff. And, yeah. You know, putting people on pedestals. But, yeah, I think when we look at the different... <laughs> but when you're in Scotland, that's a whole other oh, ball game. Yeah. yeah, completely different, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we're not, we're not the different positions. Yeah, that, we're not. That we have. We are, to a degree. You are still, as we're saying, mom. Roles, da, da, yeah. da, we're still our roles, but... That's they don't define it, us. No, don't define us. And oh, I do find that hard because I'm quite happy being defined by being a mum. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but not, yeah. not, not wholly, no, not completely. No, not wholly, completely. Because you um, know the boys are going to grow up, they're going to move on. Yeah. And though you'll be a mum, it will be a different way of being a mum. Yeah. So that, that role... Will... You're trying to send me over the edge, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> She's had a high school graduation and a 21-year-old in the last week. So it's like crazy. Yeah, come on. Sorry, um, I'm rubbing it in. No, it's okay. Um, yeah. We just have to really focus and trust that we are who we are in Christ. Who the Bible mm-hmm. says we yes. are, who Jesus says we are. Mm-hmm. That is the definer of who yeah, we are. Absolutely. Great. Mm-hmm. Do we have, Julie, do you have anything to add to that wee bit? I realise we just went off on a tangent about... <laughs> <laughs> I get excited. Yeah. Um... Um, I don't know. I just was really enjoying sitting listening to you. <laughs> listening to you run. Oh uh-huh, yeah. I was just enjoying being just like do... part of the conversation yeah. without being part of the conversation. Okay, so what's your takeaway then? Um <laughs> what's your takeaway? I think my takeaway is that we're like you were saying, we're all equally children of God. Like yes. the ground that the foot of the cross is liable mm-hmm. and yeah, we do have roles and titles maybe as well, but um at the end of the day, we're all, we're all equal. We're all mm-hmm. humans. Yeah. We all need Jesus the same amount. Mm-hmm. I think we've said that before on a previous episode mm-hmm. as well. Like we all need Jesus the same amount. Mm-hmm. Um, and no matter what our role or our title is, if we don't have, if we don't give him the, the place that he deserves to have mm-hmm. in our lives, then we're gonna mess up or mm-hmm. that title that role is gonna not have the impact it should have mm-hmm. if he doesn't mm-hmm. have the place he should mm-hmm. have in our lives yeah, yeah. absolutely mm. for me it's remembering that satan's not going to have victory over this yeah mm-hmm. that he is not going to that i'm not going to allow him to tell me the negative things mm-hmm. or when i do let him tell me the negative things that as we were talking in the previous one the Bible verses are going to come to mind mm-hmm. to remind mm-hmm. me that I am a child of God, mm-hmm. that I am chosen, that I am God's, mm-hmm. um, and not getting bogged down in the lies that Satan wants us mm-hmm. to believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about yourself, Daniel? My takeaway is really simple. It is I am who he says I am. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, that's it. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's yeah. much more you can add to that. Yeah, that Boom. Is, Mic drop. Mic drop. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay, so in closing, think about 
what your identity is and what you're proud of your identity being. So, as I was saying, for me, you know, being a mum, um, and then what your secret identity is. Write them down. Pray over them. Giving people homework, you see this. Mm. Ask God to give you the calm assurance that you are his child. Do you know what? Not even a calm assurance. An excited Like an, uh-huh. Yep. Excited. A, a bold assurance yeah, mm-hmm. that you are his child. Mm-hmm. And the secret ones that Satan likes to remind us of. Boo. Pray against them <laughs> and don't give them space in your life. Now, Amen. when we have secrets, secrets hold on is longer because they're secrets. So if you have somebody in your life that you can trust, that you can open up to, that you can share that with, yeah. sometimes once we get the secret out, it actually... Yeah, releases, takes its power takes away. Its Confess power your away. sins to one another. Yeah. So that secret you're holding on, let it go to somebody yeah. you really trust. Yeah, yeah. That you definitely have to trust the person, yeah. don't you? Um, and yeah, take it from there mm-hmm. and come back next time, where we will do part two of the um, your identity. identity in Christ, which. We really hope you do join us for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we should have a jingle for what's your takeaway. Like what's your takeaway? Oh yeah, like a oh what do they call it? That has a special name, like a little a jingle. No, it's not called that. It's called something else. <laughs> uh, a quip. No, yeah. I'll find I'll find out. And okay, I'll tell you, you Google next. that. So come actually. back for episode twenty four when Julie's googled and got the answer. To <laughs> no, come back to our second part of um, looking at our identity in Christ. Yeah. Hope you all have a good week. Thanks for joining Bye, us. Bye everyone. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come before you. We just thank you that that your scripture tells us again and again that we are your child. Lord, we just thank you that you have grafted us into your family. Mm-hmm. Lord, I just pray for anybody listening to this podcast just now that Satan's lies will fall deaf in their ears, mm-hmm. that they will be able to say, Satan, get behind me because I am a child of God, that they will know your their worth in you, Father. Lord, I just pray that any roles, titles, anything like that will just pale in comparison to just that truth that we are yours. So, Father, we just we just pray for the listeners. We just ask that you just be with them for this week as they think about and pray over what we've spoken about and that they will just see that their true identity is in you, in you alone. And we just thank you, Lord, that that you are our wonderful saviour. You are our Abba Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We are so glad you joined us for this episode. If you enjoyed spending time with us and think others would too, please, would you do us a favor, like, share, and review the podcast. Also, you can leave us a wee message of what your takeaway was from the episode. This helps us get the message of God's goodness out to more people. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, links in bio. In the meantime, may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace.